Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's safe to say that Lincoln is thriving. It's also fair to say that Lincoln has weaknesses. Some are new vulnerabilities brought on by new growing population trends, which will likely shape future needs for services and community initiatives. But some are persistent weaknesses. Lincoln's vital signs have our attention today because the University of Nebraska Public Policy Center, in coordination with the Lincoln Community Foundation and other local organizations, are out with the 2022 Lincoln Vital Signs Report. On Lincoln Live this morning, Stacy Hoffman, Senior Research Manager for the Policy Center, helps me hit the high points of this report. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning. Let's start by breaking down this report by its six key indicators or topics. Uh, we generally have a community profile which tracks um, population trends in the city, uh, economy and workforce, basic needs, education, health, and safety and security are our six areas. As a city, broadly speaking, what are some of the responsibilities that Lincoln does consistently well? I would say our city services are quite good. I'm sure other people talk about this. Our crime rates are very low. Uh, we look at our crime rates compared to other cities of our size. Uh, so cities between 250,000 and 500,000 residents, our Violent crime rates have been consistently impressively low um, compared to other cities our size. And our property crime rates are also lower than comparably sized cities, uh, and they're decreasing. Define community profile. That's one of the six indicators. Sure. Um, community profile, we usually we use that to look at overall population trends, so population growth, um, changes in the makeup of the residents of our city in terms of age and um, race and ethnicity, um, who's coming into Lincoln, is our growth driven by people moving here or is it driven by our uh, an increase in our birth rate compared to our death rate. Um, in that case, it does happen to be people moving to Lincoln. So it's just generally population trends. Are people coming into Lincoln attracted to our city because of our services, because of our ability to be able to provide and welcome them? Or are they being born here? Uh, people moving into Lincoln definitely are driving our growth rate. Um, it is not our, our natural growth rate that is driving our growth, which is our the natural growth rate is our birth rate minus our death rate. That's having very little impact on the increase in the size of our population. Um, people moving into Lincoln are mostly moving from other Nebraska counties. And half of people moving into Lincoln are between 18 and 24 years of age. So we suspect that many of those people are moving here for higher education. Stacy Hoffman joining me for the conversation here. We're looking at the 2022 Lincoln Vitals Signs, Lincoln Vital Signs Report. Stacy is Senior Research Manager for the University of Nebraska Public Policy Center. 
All right, in what areas can Lincoln improve? In other words, I mentioned weaknesses. How can we get better as a city? We do have um, some persistent areas of weakness. Um, one of the things that I point out is um, gaps persist between racial and ethnic minorities, our residents of color, and the, uh, the, our overall population uh, in areas of educational attainment, employment, and income. We also have, we're trailing the nation in terms of our per capita income adjusted for inflation. So, or sorry, adjusted for cost of living, per capita income adjusted for cost of living. Um, so our cost of living is lower than the rest of the nation. However, our incomes are also lower than the rest of the nation. And when you combine those together in the equation, the gap between Lincoln and the rest of the country is widening. Uh, we also have a few areas of the city where um, that are defined as extreme poverty neighborhoods. And I know there are programs working to address those. The number of areas that are in extreme poverty has declined in the past five years. So that's a, a good trend, but we are still concerned about some of those areas of high poverty. Can you help me better understand a, a statistic you, you just brought up? And that is that people come to Lincoln for the opportunity, but once they get here, the salary isn't compensate. Is, is the, it, it, am I accurate in that assumption of what you said? I don't know that said? it is the salary specifically. It is our per capita income adjusted for cost of living. So cost of living does play into the equation. However, it does appear that overall incomes are not keeping up. Uh, you know, we have inflation nationwide and it does appear that incomes in Lincoln are not quite keeping up with inflation so that our, they're not, and they're not keeping up with increases in the cost of living. Is Lincoln an expensive place to live? That is hard to answer. And of course, costs have changed in the past couple years. We're seeing um, huge increases in the cost of goods and services. Um, I was at a meeting yesterday where they pointed out something like bleach has gone from 99 cents to $9 a gallon. Um, so, so we are seeing some pretty big changes there and we wouldn't expect incomes to change quite that quickly. I ask people that have come here from California and Washington and other places around, why are you here? What, what drew you to Lincoln? Schools, cost of living compared to where they are in California, especially mm -hmm. Arizona, places in the uh, populated, more populated, better climate areas. Despite Nebraska's hard winters, they'll move here because it's cheaper to live here. You sell a million dollar, a four million dollar house in uh, California, you can come here and buy a $10 million house in Lincoln. Yes. And as you point out, generally compared to other very large cities across the country, we do have a lower cost of living. In the past, when I've heard people talk about incomes and salaries coming from a big city, people would also say, but you're paying me less. Well, the answer was at that time, you're costs are also going to be less, so it kind of makes up for it. We're seeing that change a little bit. It's a very gradual change. Um, it's not sudden. However, um, it's a trend that we should be paying attention to. 
The Vital Signs report has been produced every other year since 2014. Putting you on the spot here, Stacy. Are there items in that 2014 report that still come up in this latest report? Issues that need to be addressed in 2014. Are they still sure. there in this report? Some of them. Yes. One of the one of the things that we have consistently seen over time is uh, the disparities for our residents of color. Um, those aren't uh, changing, and that's something that isn't easy to change either. Um, it takes uh, systemic solutions and a lot of uh, people and organizations working together to address those disparities. But if you do the math. That's not quite 10 years worth of, one would like to think, evolution to be able to address those. But you're saying that in eight years, there really hasn't been a lot done for or not as much done for uh, residents of color? People, I wouldn't say that people aren't trying. No, there are programs um, that I'm aware of working to address job skills and they're very specifically trying to outreach to to people in our city who could benefit from those programs and you know training in job skills and getting them into they're working with businesses to get them into jobs of course um, this is impacting all of our residents in poverty not only our residents of color, but we do see higher rates of poverty among our residents of color. And let's also point Um, out too, Stacy, if I could interrupt here, that Lincoln is known for being a hub city for immigrants and for refugees, Mm -hmm. and that we have an infrastructure that welcomes or puts our arms around as best we can as a city, new people that have been displaced and come to Lincoln because of that displacement. Yes, and I even just yesterday heard about um, a program for some refugees who've come from the Ukraine who uh, have been getting job training and are transitioning now into Mm -hmm. jobs locally. All right, before we run out of time here, let's talk about boomers, baby boomers. Mm -hmm. Um, You're finding that in this latest report that the 65-plus population, which would be, of course, the boomers, uh, is growing at a faster rate. Can you mine down a little deeper into that statistic? Yes. In the past 10 years, um, our 65 and over population has grown at a rate of 44%. Um, that is more than four times higher than any other age group. Uh, all other age groups have grown at a rate between 5 and 10%. Um, so our population is aging. Uh, that's going to change the nature of the goods and services that uh, people are interested in um, and need in our city. There's a lot to this, folks, this 2022 Lincoln Vital Signs report. How can people either download it or access it in some way and take more time than this conversation allows to be able to understand it? Sure, yes. We have a website. All of the information is available on lincolnvitalsigns.org. And um, we have quite a few pages. We have interactive graphs for all of the data points that we collect. There is also a downloadable PDF um, if people prefer a printed report format. 
Quickly, Stacey, any action steps included with this report? Get involved. Find out what you can do. Um, we also link to the Prosper Lincoln um, collective impact efforts that are going on, uh, also headed up by the Lincoln Community Foundation. Um, you can find out more about what they're doing at prosperlincoln.org as well. So fair to say that agencies, city leaders, municipalities, uh, agencies, nonprofits non are greatly go. involved, the school district, uh, the city, yes. They'll be looking at this report and they will be the ones setting up action steps. Stacy, thank you very much. A lot to this, folks. It's the 2022 Lincoln Vital Signs Report out of the University of Nebraska Public Policy Center with help from the Lincoln Community Foundation and other local organizations. Stacy, thank you. Have a good day. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for being here on Lincoln Live.